Welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story in their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. The quote of the day is The Dash, and that is a poem by Linda Ellis. I read of a man who stood to speak at a funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates on the tombstone from the beginning to the end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke of the following dates with tears. But then he said, what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time they spent alive on earth. And now only those who loved him know what little that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how much we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard. Are there things you'd like to change? For you never know how much time is left that still can be rearranged. To be less quick to anger, to show appreciation more, and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect, more often wear a smile, remembering that this little dash might only be a little while. So when your eulogy is being read with your life actions to rehash, would you be proud of the things they said of how you live your dash? Today I'll be talking about writing an online obituary and some tips that I've learned over the years of helping families and friends to write and create online obituaries. I've been asked many times, well, what's the difference between a death notice and an obituary? Newspapers, a lot of times, you can place a death notice for free. And some in larger cities, they actually cost money now, but here in Lincoln County, both of the newspapers that are in Lincoln County uh, offer free death notices, and that generally is name, date of birth, date of death. Generally, most funeral homes will have a website, and they'll have a place for an obituary that you can click on, and generally you can click on the person's name, and then that's where you find the online obituary. Most funeral homes, if you have opted for an online obituary, they're going to be placing basic information up maybe ahead of time before you write the obituary, and that will be a death notice. And on the death notice, it's going to have the name, the date of birth, the date of death. Sometimes some funeral homes will also, like our funeral home, we will put maybe the location of the birth and parents' names and generally any memorial information. Type of a thing. We might even put like an occupation and the spouse's name. And those are some of the things that we automatically will place when the family has given us permission on our website so that that way you can see that a person has passed away and there's a death notice. 
Now, there's a difference between a death notice and an obituary. We'll talk a little bit about that now. An obituary will also include all of the above that we've talked about, as well as maybe the early years of the person, where they were born, where they lived, schools that they've attended, like the elementary school and high school and graduation from, and a date and the location of where they graduated. Then it's going to talk a little bit about their career. For example, um, many people, especially men, uh, a number of years ago after they graduated from high school or maybe even before they graduated from high school, they went into the military service, especially if it was World War II or Korea. And so maybe it'll talk about military service. It will talk about an occupation, what they did, uh, how many years that they worked there, the work locations. Sometimes we'll have a person, maybe they worked in a city for 30 years as a policeman or a fireman. Maybe they were a letter carrier for 30 years or 40 years somewhere. And we can put that information there, as well as marriage information. Well, who did they get married to? Or maybe they had a spouse that they passed away, and so they remarried. That information can go on there. Maybe they're divorced. You know, if their family wants to put that down there, they can say that they were married for so many years to a, so to a certain person, and then they were divorced, and that can go on there. Other information would include children. You know, how many children they had, who would have survived by their children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, that type of thing. As well as hobbies, hunting, quilting, photography. Maybe they played music, they played guitar. Uh, they liked to go rock climbing. Maybe they were skydivers, you know, that type of a thing. And those are all information that you can put on there. Remember that... For the most part, most funeral homes will provide this as a free of charge service to the family members. Now, again, some, and I'm not talking for all, but some funeral homes will charge to have more than just a death notice placed. Uh, the majority of the family-owned funeral homes are going to provide an online obituary, and it can contain all of this information. We don't charge for it. This is just something that we do for our families if they want to do that. Some other things that you can add, organizations like church, clubs, philanthropic contributions. Maybe they, maybe they supported the local performing arts center. Maybe they were involved in fundraisers and uh, maybe they were a big, big at the high schools working in the PTO or maybe they were lifetime members uh, sponsoring projects uh, those are some things that can all go on these uh, obituaries. A couple other things you can do, and these are some really pretty amazing things that you can do nowadays. You can have uh, photos, multiple photos. You can have a video. You can have a video tribute where you uh, have photos that are, that are timed to show at different uh, time frames, timed to music. Maybe, maybe they loved Willie Nelson. And so you'll have pictures um, coming up and being presented and then going away in, with the music in the background. These are all things that can be done uh, for an online obituary. Don't forget surviving families and uh, friends that maybe they want to be mentioned, as well as 
<laughs> this is one of the reasons that you have an obituary, is if you're going to have a memorial service or a funeral service, you can have that posted in date, time, and location. And those are all things. Check with your funeral director. Um, those, are, those are things that can be put up, or it, it, may, it might even be able to make it a private, uh, a private uh, link that they could go to. It all depends on the funeral home and what they have available. Some additional features that can be on the online obituary, and then it will again depend on the platform and the funeral home, what they have available. But many times you can, at the obituary line uh, on the funeral home website, there can be a tribute wall. And on that tribute wall, they might be able to put a sticker. They might be able to put like a little emoji, or they can light a virtual candle. Maybe they can upload photos and pictures. Those are things, especially uploading you know, photos and pictures or posting memories, just keep in mind that there may be a delay before you can actually see it on the person's obituary page because most, and our funeral home does this, we monitor to make sure that there's appropriate things being put on a person's tribute wall. And so we check the photos, we check the things, that, the memories that have been shared, just to make sure that those are going to be appropriate. And if there's anything questionable, the funeral home will contact the family and get their permission before we actually say, yes, it can be displayed online. Flowers, memorial gifts. One of the things that people have done uh, and is a really pretty cool feature, and we offer this at our funeral home as well, is you can actually do a living tribute to the person and you can select to have a tree planted or multiple trees at multiple locations planted in memory of the person who has passed away and um, as well as send flowers if you would like. Charitable donations is another one. So if you're, just, if you're deciding for your loved one uh, how to set up an online obituary, you may might want to say like in lieu of flowers, please donate to such and such an organization. Uh, in their memory. Hopefully this podcast has helped you to be able to organize your online obituary and help you to be able to organize because things can be kind of crazy when somebody passes away. And so hopefully this podcast has helped you to be able to focus in on those things that are important in an obituary, know the difference between a death notice and an obituary and be able to help you to coordinate with your funeral home and their, your provider to be able to have an online presence and be able to do an online obituary for your loved one. In all of our podcasts, we take a, a moment to be able to pause and take a moment to remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and light a virtual candle in their memory. So we're going to take just a moment and we're going to pause and remember all those families.
This has been The Last Track. I am Brian. And you can find out more about Bateman Funeral Home at our website at BatemanPacificView.com. You can visit us on Facebook. You can see us on YouTube. If you have any feedback or questions about today's episode, please leave us a comment. You're also welcome to call us at 541-265-2751. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Please make sure you listen to the other two podcasts in this trilogy. This all has to do with online presence, tips on holding an online memorial, and how to celebrate a loved one online. And watch for our upcoming next trilogy, which is Unexpected Deaths. Thank you for listening to us, and have a great day.